0: and welcome everyone. I am Lauren Foster and this is Take 15. My guest today is a woman who has broken barriers. From humble beginnings in a small town in Pakistan, Shazia Syed went on to become the head of the Pakistani arm of Unilever, the global consumer goods giant. Shazia's career at Unilever spans nearly 30 years. She joined the company in 1989 as a management trainee and today is CEO and chairperson at Unilever Pakistan Limited. She's a vocal advocate for diversity in the workplace and believes that enabling women from all backgrounds and across all sectors should be every leader's top priority. I'm delighted to have her here today. Welcome, Shazia. Shazia. Thank you so much for joining us. Now, at what point in your career did you realize that you wanted to be in the C-suite? And how did you go about managing your career to create the right kinds of opportunities?
1: So um, I think Unilever was a dream. And uh, when when it came about, I was extremely excited. And uh, I had a great start. um, And uh, I think when the point when my life was in control and I felt that my life was in sync with what uh, um, work had to offer, uh, I realized that it's possible. Um, and my exposure, my the way Unilever's helped me build and enrich my career, I think the realization came that uh, being uh, a, a leader in, um, in, in the Unilever world is certainly um, not something that is impossible. And that is when I actively uh, you know, started working towards it and uh, achieved it.
0: So knowing what you know now about building and leading teams and organizations, what advice would you give to your younger self or what would you have done differently?
1: Yeah, so, um, so what, I, um, you know, what, what has worked for me is that uh, to every role, I've had my own creative solution to achieving the results and that's what I tell the people that it's all about uh, the how part has to be your own what you bring to the party and the company has to let you arrive at the how part um, and give you that space to do do things your way and that's a huge liberating moment for for uh, especially for women who have multi uh, who are living in a space where they have they have to fulfill multiple roles especially in Asia where there are lots of op- uh, you know uh, responsibilities expectations by their immediate family by the by the society by the culture so I think once we, we let uh, we recognize that uh, that is a moment when the women feel excited that okay uh, I can do both. I can add uh, a career to my long list.
0: So what lessons were sort of hardest for you to learn and what experiences do you think taught you the most?
1: I think what was the hardest lesson for me was, uh, there were two, two points, uh, or two you know crucibles that I would say which, which influenced me and shaped me. One was uh, that when I had my, uh, I mentioned I had my first baby, I, I didn't take the maternity leave. Um, post the baby, and it was a C-section, and I rushed to work in the 15 days. Nobody told me to do that. I just wanted to be super efficient and extra efficient, and I think that was a mistake that had a long-lasting impact on my health uh, and uh, my stamina, and I think what what we teach uh, women and men that health is going to play a very important role in career building. Uh, So look after yourself, and I think that's a lesson that I've learned the hard way.
0: I guess a tangent on that is what would you say has been your biggest challenge as a a woman CEO?
1: So I think um, my um, biggest challenge, I think I see it, I'm an optimistic person by nature. So I see it as a big opportunity. And I think it's about, uh, I feel that uh, in today's time, it's an opportunity. Um, I have more of a chance to to stand out. And I need to use that opportunity uh, to the fullest you know because if I'm a woman leader and I have I stand out because there are not many women leader then I need to stand on a chair and shout about uh, what helped me get there so I can get the message across to as many women and men possible
0: what would you say are the types of skills that you realized sort of fairly early on that you needed to intentionally cultivate to reach your career goals and then how did you Cultivate them and demonstrate them.
1: Yeah. So it's interesting because um, I, I mentioned that I have a son, 17-year-old son, who's ADHD, and uh, and when I took him to the doc and he asked him, um, you know, he did this simple exercise which was about numbers and he told him to repeat uh, six digits and uh, my son skipped a digit and he said this is a weak, this tells us that you have a weak short working memory. And while I was listening to him and I realized, oh my God, this is what I've been battling all my life. And I couldn't find an answer. And what I would be told uh, was that I'm weak with numbers. So I think the self-awareness... Whereas I deliver results, I've delivered outstanding results, and I've had biz- turned over, uh, you know, transformed businesses, uh, whether it's Vietnam, whether it's Pakistan, whether it's Sri Lanka. I think the claim to fame has been transforming businesses. I think the self-awareness then to find a solution to it. So what I do is that I write all the facts and figures. I carry my little black book, which has all the figures. So say, hey, guys, wait. So what is the market share? Okay, let me look it up. What is the penetration of something or, you know, or any, any information that I need, I carry it with me because I know that uh, I cannot rely on my short working memory at times. So I find my own solution. Yeah. But self-awareness, I think, of your shortcomings, of, of perceptions. I feel that perceptions are equally important, you know. Um, so to tackle perceptions is as important as to tackle uh, real facts. So
0: let's talk a little bit about relationships and I'm curious to know what types of relationships so be they mentors, sponsors, managers, peers had the most impact on your career and how did you go about nurturing those relationships?
1: So, um, you know, um, if you ask my people in my organization, or if you ask my friends, uh, you know, I get my inspiration from people. I'm not, I I, I hate being locked in a room and, you know, made to work. So I walk around a bit. I I love smelling things. I say that i have a nose of a <laughs> of a marketer where i can smell opportunity you know generally at work i used to take the car uh, which was a carpool car, pool car um, uh, dropping off the young kids who had that facility there was a uh, a hostel that they would go to they wouldn't they didn't know who i was i was a senior manager at that time and i would hear all the cribbings and all the things and i would uh, you know come back to my board meeting the next day with a lot of insights and then we would put together our heads and find solutions for those you know and um, so, so I get my inspiration from people and, uh, you know, and I love talking to people. Even even in my role, I do my walks around the organization. I talk to people. I understand. I see faces and I can tell, uh, you know, uh, I can pick, up, pick out people who are, who, who have, you know, who are not looking as excited or as um, exuberant. Also, if I look at the kind of mentoring I've got, I think it's a blessing. Uh, I've, I've been with Unilever for 29 years. It's a great company to work with. Um, you know, uh, our, our global CEO. Uh, if you send him a, a, an email, you get a response in in like five seconds. So that's a kind of accessibility. So when uh, and they are very much leading the diversity agenda. So it's not something that I'm good at. I think I get all the support from, my, um, uh, from uh, the, the support system. The ecosystem is such that it is, uh, it is very conducive for me to, uh, to scale up this initiative.
0: So on the topic of mentors, uh, you've been instrumental in a project in Pakistan called the Heroes Leadership Lounge.
1: Um,
0: what is it and why is it important?
1: so what we're doing is that uh, what we what we realized when we talk to women is that what they're looking for is a source of inspiration and the how part how can i do it i have this problem how can i do it and nothing best than to other pe- listening to other women who have, or men, and understanding how it was done in certain cases. So what we've done is we've created a lounge where we get um, uh, women and men on, you know, CEOs who've cracked that culture in their organization and how have they done that. Um, uh, for for women talking you know women uh, inspirational women who, who've cracked a certain aspect aspect, um, you know there's a woman who's on a wheelchair, she met with an accident and how she's a big inspirational speaker. we get her up there or or or, or somebody who's managed uh, certain challenges. So I think we're trying to put together this lounge where we talk we, we talk about all those things which are taboo and not talked about as much as they should be talked about.
0: So for any young women who are listening, what would your single piece of advice be for them?
1: My single piece of advice for them is be a life manager and not a a business manager. You manage your life well, you get what you want. And I think it's all about life. Life is the starting and the end of everything. So look at everything in totality. There's only one of you, the same person at work and the same person at home. And the same values at work and the same values at home, the same things that motivate you at home and the same thing should motivate you at work. So, so don't slice and dice your personality. I think authentic leadership, authentic personality works the most. It keeps you happy. Uh, and everybody knows you as the same person and then they start learning to know you better and, and learning to service you better.
0: Shazia, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. Thank you for sharing your insights. And thanks to everyone for listening.
1: Copyright 2018, CFA Institute, All Rights Reserved. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.